July 23rd, 2004, July 24th when I land, flying to Kamchatka, two hours down, two hours and 40 to go, over Russia territory now. As a kid, this would have been unthinkable because of the Cold War. The travel... um, the travel back home was good. So nice to have a regular routine and sleep in a comfy bed each night. I am still a little travel weary. I shouldn't be thinking that at the start of the trip, but I'll get into it. It will be nice to find a good job and, uh, and a routine when I get back and settle into a routine when I get back. I, I did quite a bit of job research and it was discouraging um, because not sure if I can find something that helps the environment and maybe and makes money researched my solar idea and it won't work Um, the return is only three percent a year Uh, looks like renewable energy is just not a viable option and never will be it's been around for 20 years uh, went to Justin's wedding in Minnesota and um, saw all the guys. Also went down to SF to see the Giants with Jay, Matt, Justin, and Dallas. Saw all the family, of course. Grampy is not doing so well, which is sad, um, but to be expected. He's 92 in October. He moved in with mom and dad, so I got to see him a lot and took care of him for 10 days while mom and dad were in Alaska. Saw Howard and Sherry Morse, uh, Bill and Opal, uh, the Cantonis, and Diane and Kevin, Mark, April, and kids. I departed from Anchorage, and dad joined me for three days in Alaska to finish work on the cabin. Just has to hook up the water. It really looks good. He's done a heck of a job. Wasilla was so much bigger. Too bad. Lots of car dealerships and and sun tanning centers. (laughs) Also, trashy neighbors near the cabin. It was great to see the coddles and all the kids, the next generation. We also went for a hike up to Hatcher Pass to the lake. Saw one of the best reflections ever. Alaska is as pretty or prettier than any place I've seen. The volume of mountains and wilderness is unsurpassed. Great views flying in and out. Huge glaciers, big snow-covered peaks, and so many. Saw moose and calf on the drive to the airport today. Still don't flying. Ah, didn't know, don't know what my problem is. Just don't trust, and I don't like the way it feels. Oh, well. This is an interesting um, this is an interesting Russian jet. All the writing is in Russian. It has just a little different shape and it's a little old. You should see the funky interior paneling, circa 1970s, I believe, kind of a barf color, which is what I feel like doing. <laughs> July 25th. Uh, 2004. We've been waiting for the helicopter, but it looks like we'll fly this evening. Clear weather. 
Very cold and rainy yesterday. We got to the hotel, then met our fellow travelers. Had some beers, and one guy, I, um, one guy and I went to the bowling alley club next door. That's it. I'm moving here. Russian women. <laughs> um, holy cow! All the interpreters are great looking. <laughs> this one blonde, Natasha. Wow. Anyway. We went on a great cruise of the bay today. Saw tons of puffins flying with fish in their mouths. Made them look like mustaches. It cleared and we saw the four volcanoes. Very pretty. One had smoke rising. In the morning, we watched the military on Navy Day. I saw them walk right by me, our former enemies. Some have such light blue eyes like ice. This was the submarine base and a third of the Russian fleet was here. The parade or ceremonies was right in front of this huge statue of Lenin. Um, let's see, I'll stop right there. So flying into Kamchatka was pretty cool. Um, so Kamchatka is this big peninsula on the eastern edge of Russia. And when I traveled, it was just starting to be a little well-known because um, uh, they were opening it up to adventure travel, to tourism, um, because it, it was very, very undeveloped. Um, there's a city there called um, – oh, geez, I can't remember the, the name of the city, but it's the one and only city um, – and, uh, and it was the uh, Soviet uh, Navy base and the secret submarine base in the Cold War. And like I said, it had about a third of the um, of the of the Russian Navy there because it was a warm water port, something that Russia, prior to global warming, um, was lacking. And um, so they have they were known for their wildlife and their volcanoes. They have these, you know, it's on the Ring of Fire. Um, so it has these, you know, really beautiful cone-shaped volcanoes, um, and it's known for big bears. And so I signed up to do like a 10-day, um, trip where we, the goal was just to look for big bears <laughs> and spending a lot of time as a kid in Alaska, you would hear a lot about the Kodiak bears and how they were bigger than the grizzlies on the mainland. And this was a similar thing in Kamchatka. They had these Kodiak-like, just huge, huge, huge brown bears. So that's what I was about to do. But hanging out in this um, the city in uh, in uh, Kamchatka was pretty interesting. Um, like I said, we saw a military parade, and it was kind of like you know watching a, some some place try to hold on to its culture that it that it knows is in the history but it's just clinging on and you know at that point in time this is pre-Putin or, or just when Putin was um, coming into power or was just in power so Russia was still you know post fall the, of the uh, wall uh, and, and Soviet Union collapse was pretty pathetic you know they didn't have any money and the, and the military was pathetic so you know watching this military parade it was just clear that they were just you know celebrating better days and that's basically what this town 
um, was all about was was the military. So anyway, that was that was pretty interesting to see. And I remember we went to this outdoor market too, and they had all these furs, you know, like from the um, the local wildlife, like pelts, and they had these old, you know, these Russian fur hats. And um, I almost bought one. I um, but what was I gonna, you know, I probably would wear it once in my life. But anyway, I remember that. And I guess the women were very beautiful. They had all these for these travel companies. They of course got a lot of attractive women and. Um, I guess I was impressed. All right, so that's flying into uh, uh, Kamchatka. July 26th through the 29th, 2004. Sometimes you get the bear and sometimes the bear gets you. Well, that's what they say. The bear has been getting us because we can't find them. It's a late summer which means the berries are not ripe and the salmon are not spawning, which means hard to see the bears. We took the big Soviet helicopter to a lake in the middle of a caldera. We camped on the beach beside steaming water. The ride was pretty unstable. The whole thing creaks and moans in an updraft. Next day, we went on a six-hour hike and we did see a mom and a baby bear running up the side of the caldera. Very nice. The, four, the food has been great. We had borscht the first night. The cook, Elena, and her assistant, Tatiana, are great, as well as our guides, Dimitri, and his assistant, Sasha, as well as our translator, Yulia. Uh, there are bear tracks and bear shit everywhere. It is very exciting as you hike. Good group. Two French, two Dutch, four Swiss, two German, and me. The Germans are great. Crack me up. Next day, we hiked out of the caldera, which was very steep, tough climb, and down the other side, then along a riverbed, always bear tracks, um, to a great campsite along a river, a wide open tundra plain giving way to huge birch forests and large volcanoes in the distance. Reminds me of a very green, lush Serengeti. That was a 15-kilometer day. Same 15 kilometers for the next day. This was over open tundra and through birch forests. We got split from Barbara, moving slowly, and Elena helping her. And Elena saw a bear following us. We were on his trail but he changed directions when he smelled us. We never knew it until it came out uh, the next day. Dimitri also saw one from 50 meters as he reached the rise in a hill in the birch forest, but none of us saw. So close. The camp here at uh, Galiguna Lake is a hodgepodge building, one of which is quite nice with a huge fireplace. Today, the group split in two. One group went on the boat and saw one bear. I went with Dimitri and the two French folks heading across the tundra looking for bears. If the berries were in bloom, it would be great viewing. It was exciting stalking around, stop, uh, stopping and crouching in the tundra. But man, was it hot. So hot, I thought I'd die. We followed the river in obvious bear country on a bear trail. Bear shit everywhere. Matted grass where the bear slept. 
This was probably dangerous, not something we do in Alaska, for instance. Dimitri pulled out some device that blows up in the bear's face. He also shouldered a rifle. We walked past these willows where the bears sleep. Nothing. Then we sat up then we sat up a bank and looked over the creek slash river. After a few minutes, Dimitri said, Bear, and pointed out, sure enough, a big, beautiful, golden brown bear was crossing the river. He was about 100 meters away. That was cool. We watched him go in and out of the brush, down the trail. We had just come until he disappeared in about 100 meters. Very cool. Back at the camp, sitting 20 feet up on this observatory with five others scanning for bears that turn out to be bushes. The sun is shining through and it is beautiful. July 30th. Great bear sighting today. Started at 8 a.m. on the lake and then to the bear platform, but nothing because the salmon are not spawning yet. Walked through um, brush and birch trees uh, beautiful forests on the hill just above the river, exactly where we had been looking from the cabin yesterday, right on a bear trail, more like a bear highway. It's amazing how much bear shit, uh, one was green, it was so fresh, uh, bear prints, nests, scratching posts. We stopped there and we could look down in the river, and in five minutes, a bear came into view. It was a magical moment. It would be wonderful to see them up close with the salmon, but in its own way, this is as good. It was grazing like a cow, only 100 to 200 meters away. It felt very close. He looked up when we started clicking away, but don't think he saw us. He slash she was big, golden brown, but his coat was wet with the dew from the vegetation, big shoulders and hump. Saw the face when he looked up at us twice and side view of him grazing. Stayed for only a, a few minutes and then out of view. Beautiful fields of blue irises we walked through on the way back with the big volcano in view as well as surrounding valley. This is a beautiful tundra valley. Also, uh, many pretty yellow flowers and others. Interesting after lunch conversation, talking with our guide, getting to know each other more. Um, it was about TV and soaps, how they thought Americans suffered many strokes because of American soaps. <laughs> Didn't get sex in the city. Said those girls just talked, no action. <laughs> Went for a swim in a nice lake above the camp. Talked again and learned more about Russia and, and the guides. After dinner, went on another bear walk and saw five, but from binocular distance. Still way cool. Saw a big blonde sow with two cubs and then another brown sow with one cub, which I spotted. They were all on that bear highway. Had some small pancake type dessert with jam and cream when we returned at um, 11.20 p.m. Uh, pork covered with uh, cabbage dumplings and salmon soup for dinner. Delicious. 
731 through August 1. 16 kilometer hike yesterday through two beautiful tundra valleys with pretty yellow flowers and also through beautiful birch forests. Huge birch with thick bark like that of a pine. Had lunch and a fire above a lake so lush just like Rwanda here. Even the birch looks like jungle. Good conversation at lunch. Talked about Russian government. Putin, Yukos, Chechnya, and the seven oligarchs, the rich businessmen who run the country. One is the owner of Chelsea. They say the Chechnyans are just warriors, don't uh, don't work, just want to fight. I believe it to some extent. Today saw a bear on the shore pretty close, and the dog was within 20 yards barking at it. Then it ran up the hill and poked his head out of the high grass to watch us oh forgot last night we sat around the fire and listened to yulia elena and uh tanya sing and play guitar very beautiful the russian language is very pretty we are waiting for the helicopter now and we just had a bear come to within 50 to 100 yards of the cabin he hung around for a few minutes it was the best viewing yet we walk around all over every day and don't see much. Then this, unbelievable. August 2nd through August 3rd. We didn't make it out on the 1st, and this was fine because we got to spend another day at the lake and we saw another bear, this time from the platform. He was off in the tundra, right where we had been walking. That makes 12 bears. Next day, we did fly out and stopped at hot springs way cool in the middle of nowhere and in a river near a volcano beautiful day in petropavlovsk petropavlovsk fun heli ride it was a thrill in that big copter we could open the portholes looks like the amazon when you fly over also flew by a volcano had dinner with the group and guides and went dancing at the club. Dimitri, Yulia, and Tanya joined us. Two and a half hours sleep and then caught the flight to Vladivostok where I am now at a coffee shop killing time. Train leaves at 8 p.m. Next adventure. Kamchatka was great. I liked the Russian hosts. They are very warm, gracious, patient, fun people. Got to know them and the group well. Notice they like the uh, bluesy songs like African Americans. Uh, learned Spasiba, uh, Ochen Vakuna. Thank you for the meal. Spasiba, Ochen Vakunsna. Spasiba, thank you. Pajust, you're welcome. Uh, Vaskli, uh, Vaskli, let's go. Uh, Daspadanya, goodbye. Really liked the German couple Sigrid and Martin in their mid 60s, still in love and doing youthful and still looking for adventure and very youthful. Awesome to track the bears in their pristine wilderness. Trans Siberian, here I come. So not much to add. Um, I think I described it uh, pretty accurately there. Um, but seeing that one bear sighting where we were in the birches looking down on the grassy plain and the river and kind of where we had been walking, not kind of where we had been walking. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're sitting in this 
lush brush and you and anyway this bear all of a sudden appears uh that was pretty cool as well as when we got on that little bluff and this bear just appeared um crossing the river this golden blonde bear where we had just been walking that that was pretty pretty cool too um you know the whole area was just lush and it, it and it looked like jungle because it, you know it's birch and tundra but um, it's so green and, 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 uh, there's no buildings or anything. You're really in the middle of the wilderness. It was just amazing. And where we stayed there was like this hunting camp. It was just this lodge and, um, um, uh, but nothing fancy. And there was a lake and a lot of water and, and that's, you know, river flowing into this lake. And that's where, you know, we, if the salmon were were swimming and spawning that's it would have attracted all these bears and we would have just been sitting there watching tons of bears but we had to um you know although we saw 12 it was always sort of you know from a distance or you know they would appear and then disappear and so it was sort of um yeah it was just a different sort of experience but it was nice and um it was interesting talking politics and, you know, the fact that they knew the seven oligarchs. They knew them all by name. So they knew what was going on in their country. Um, and, you know, the talk was about Putin and how he was consolidating power. And, and you know, the exchange, the deal was that these oligarchs could be rich, but they had to pledge fealty to um, Putin, which, you know, as we know is still the case. And, um, you know, now our dear leader is, uh, one of them, but, uh, I digress. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and flying in that big chopper, that old Soviet era, uh, transport helicopter was, was really interesting. You know, you just opens up the back and you load all your stuff in there and you walk in and they have these big portholes like you'd see in a ship and, you could open them up and then flying to that hot springs was, was really neat in the middle of nowhere. And I remember there were like uh, wild mushrooms under the, uh, under the trees and the German couple was all into these and knew the names and anyway, random stuff. But, um, uh, so my next stop was to do the Trans-Siberian Railway across Russia. And, um, so I, I flew to, um, a city called uh, Vladivostok, and that's the next entry.